Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. So I remember in, in, later on in the fall, about this time of year, 1933, I said to the Lord, Lord, I sent for Dr. C and he didn't come. I sent for Reverend S and he didn't come. And Dr. W came, I didn't get a chance to ask him, but I see there wasn't any need to ask him because he thinks like the rest, I'm gonna die. But when you were here on the earth, you said what things have you desire? I desire to be healed. You said when you pray, I believe in prayer. You said believe. And I said, I'm going to take you at your word. I'm going to believe that you told the truth. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, God's Medicine by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Oh my God. Brother, brother. He laid my hand down on my breast and left that room. You don't know how dark it was. There's no use me to ask him. I've got my answer. He left me a sputter trying to ask him, but I have my answer. If he thought there was any help for me, he'd have told me so. I thought if he knew that verse of Scripture meant what it said, he'd have told me. He don't think there's any hope either. They've told him what the doctors had said. Yes, it would be funny if it wasn't so pathetic, folks. You can laugh, and that's all right. It don't bother me, but I can't laugh about it. After 30 years, I can never tell it without tears springing to my eyes. You don't know how dark it was in that room when he left. It was the middle of the afternoon. But, oh, brother, you don't know how dark. He put out what, he put out what little light I did have. And like I said, some way or another, my hearing was keen. I couldn't see very far but my hearing was keen and he never prayed a prayer with me but in the next room he prayed with the parents with my mother and with my grandfather and grandmother and I heard every word distinctly though he didn't pray very loud those kind of fellows don't and yet I heard every word he said I heard him say to them I'll have a word of prayer with you before I go and I heard him say heavenly father and I thought he'd gone to sleep or something but he hadn't he said, we ask you to bless this dear grandmother and grandfather that are about to be bereaved of this grandson. He knew I'd lived there, you see, since I was nine years old. I'm 16 now. That are about to be bereaved of this grandson. Prepare their hearts for this dark hour that's about to come upon them. And I'll tell you, folks, I couldn't get it out with my mouth, you know, literally, physically, but I was like that little boy that was naughty and the teacher made him stand up in the corner of the room with his ring, with his nose, you know, in a ring. She had drawn on the blackboard. And he said to himself, I'm standing up on the outside, but I'm sitting down on the inside. <laughs> and I couldn't say it on the outside. I couldn't get the words out phys physically. But I want to tell you something rose up on the inside of me. And I, on the inside of me, I literally yelled, I ain't dead yet! <laughs> dear lord he said prepare all of the hearts of this household for this dark hour of bereavement that's about to come upon them and went on to pray that they'd be comfortable never mentioned me and something I felt it rise up on the inside of me again I couldn't say it out loud I, I didn't have the ability to do it 
But on the inside of me, I yelled the second time, I ain't dead yet! <laughs> and then he prayed, Dear God, dear Father, bless this dear broken-hearted mother that's about to lose this son. And he prayed for her. And the third time, something rose up on the inside of me. And like I said, I couldn't get it out physically because of my partial paralyzed condition. But on the inside of me, at least, I yelled, I ain't dead yet! <laughs> I did. I did. Then, then, then only two were loud in the, I mean, one loud in the room. So... Mama, she'd had some hope up to then, I think. He robbed her what she had, even hope. And Grandma came in the room. Mama was crying, and she said, Son, said, I thought I'd talk to you. I've talked to your mother. She said, It's all right. Now she said, I know you and your mother members of this other church, but this has been the only preacher that's come to see you. Would it be all right to have him preach funeral? Yeah, I said, that's all right. Now she said, what, uh, what, uh, what songs would you want sung? Well, I said, I don't know. I can't think of any. I don't have any favorite songs. Besides, I don't think it'd do me much good anyway. Sing whatever y'all would like to hear. <laughs> Just whatever y'all would like to hear. So she su suggested two or three, and I said, yeah, that'd be all right. Now she said, what about the pallbearers? And she suggested some, and I said, that'd be all right. And then uh, Mama then asked me if it'd be all right to be buried in the old... She, we, we didn't have a, uh, a lot ourselves, but in the cemetery, but uh, <clears throat> there was a lot there that some of the kinfolks had, and only had buried... Uh, one of the family buried their first wife and a little baby on the lot. There's a lot for six graves. No, it's a lot for eight graves. And so he'd given the lot to Mama then, because she is a widow, you see. Moved away out over here to Oklahoma. And so uh, she said, be all right to be buried there in the old Forest Grove Cemetery. I said, yeah, that'd be all right. And they left me. One in the room at the time, but they left me. Brother, I want you to know it is dark in that room while the sun was still shining. It was dark. And I'll be honest with you, that sort of stunned me until I, I lay there. It seems to me, I know it went by in a hurry, but it seems to me like it went by just in a matter of two or three days. But I lay there for 30 days and never made a move. I never read the Bible. I just give up on the whole business. I just laid there and waited. And after about 30 days, I went back again to the Word. I couldn't get away from that verse, that verse of Scripture. What things ever you desire, when ye pray, believe you received them. That's my favorite. Some of these folks ask me to autograph some of these books, and I always write, and I put Mark 1124 after my name every time. <laughs> Praise God. So I remember in, in, later on in the fall, about this time of year, 1933, I said to the Lord, Lord, I sent for Dr. C, and he didn't come. I sent for Reverend S, and he didn't come. And Dr. W came. I didn't get a chance to ask him, but I see there wasn't any need to ask him because he thinks like the rest I'm going to die. But when you were here on the earth, you said, what things have you desired? I desire to be healed. You said when you pray, I believe in prayer. You said believe. Now I said, I'm going to take you at your word. I'm going to believe that you told the truth. And if this New Testament is so, I'm coming off of this bed and live and not die. 
And if I don't get off of this bed, it'll be because Jesus Christ is a liar. It'll be because the New Testament isn't so, and I'm going to have to take this New Testament and Bible and throw it in the trash can and burn it up because it ought to be burned up if it isn't so. Now, you can accuse me of being violent if you want to, but sometimes you have to get violent about these things. The Bible said, Jesus himself said, you know, up to now the kingdom of God has suffered violence, and the violent taketh it by force. Well, I knew I was going to do it. But, you know, I didn't know how to act on that verse of Scripture. You can beg and beg and pray and cry and bawl and squall and everything else in the natural you want to and remain as you are. Because he didn't just say pray. If just praying alone got the job done, we'd have it made. Are you hearing me? So I began to pray that God would heal me. But it didn't get any better. And I'd pray and I was just sure that he'd heard me. I felt like it did. I learned something. You can't go by your feelings and get things from God. You have to go by what the Word of God said and faith in it. And I'd feel, you know, I'd have a good feeling on the inside of me, and I just felt certain that he'd heard me. I just felt certain I had the answer. And then I'd feel in my heart, see, I was a beating. And it wasn't beating right. It jumped and jerked, kicked and missed. I tell folks sometimes it beats something like a T-Model 40 hitting on one. <laughs> And then, you see, in the wintertime, I, 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 I did improve to some extent where I could use my hands. And they'd prop me up on a couple of pillars, and I'd throw the cover back, and I'd look down there, and there were my feet and my limbs. And I'd reach down with my hands and pull up this foot, this limb, you see, until my foot sat on the bed. And I'd feel there in the thigh of my leg, and I'd feel in the calf of my leg, and I'd start crying. I had no muscle there. I had just a, just a bone with skin over it. You've seen them. It, it, I, I couldn't feel anything. You know, except the bone was skinny. It was the scrawny, skinny little thing. Actually, when I came off the bed to fix it, I was tall as Al now and weighed 89 pounds. And I'd start crying. I'd say, Lord, I thought you'd heed me. You see, I just felt like he hurt me. I was just dead certain, going by basing on what I felt. See, I felt better after praying. Well, that was an emotional release. But just because you feel better after you pray is no sign God heard you, folks, or no sign you have the answer. Are you hearing me? And I'd cry. I'd say, Lord, I thought you healed me, but I'm no better. And I'd cry about it. Then I'd come back to that verse and go over it again. I want you to know, brother, I struggled for months. Amen. For a long time, I realized this. I finally saw that this, what I was doing. I saw that at first all the world I was doing was not really believing what God's Word said. But in my mind, I said God's Word is true. But it don't work because you say it's so in your mind. You've got to believe it in your heart and act upon it from your heart. Then I saw eventually that for months I was hoping that I'd grow better. I was praying in hope. But that don't get the job done. And then I finally saw this, that my faith was not based on what God's Word said. My faith was based on what I could see and feel because I could feel my heart and it's not a beating right. And I'm still having these heart attacks. And I'm still taking heart medicine. I'm off all the rest of the medicine. And uh, I, I, uh, I, I'd look at my limbs and I'd start crying, you see. I was just sure that he heard me. 
But you see, my faith was based on what I see with my physical eye or feel with my physical hand or what my physical senses tell me. And so I came to the second week of August of 1934 to make a long story short. Then I could talk for two hours and tell the experiences I went through and had. And so I remember that uh, I was praying that morning. Actually, Mama had already been to my room and, and I could use my hands pretty good and help son with the bath and give him a bath and change the bed linens. She had left the room. It was about 8.30 in the morning and I was praying. And I'm still struggling with that verse and I've been struggling with it for nearly a year. But I'm no better. See, you can agree that the Bible is so and remain as you are. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. Backed by popular demand, it's Lynette's Bargain Bag, and it features resources all about healing. The Healers in Your House Slimline Book, Seven Hindrances to Healing Mini Book, The Executing the Basics of Healing Book, all three by Ken Hagan. Plus, Keys to Scriptural Healing Slimline Book and the book God's Word on Divine Healing and Healing Faith on CD by Kenneth E. Hagan. All for the incredible bargain price of $19.95. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. And ladies, kindle the flame. My women's conference is coming up September the 26th through the 28th. I'll tell you what, it's like no other women's conference you've ever been to. That's for sure. That's right, because I didn't even like women's conferences. So it's no. different than any other women's conference. Come out, you will have an awesome time. And you can register for the women's yeah. conference right now online. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, God's Medicine. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.